pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast. How you doing? Welcome. Yes, another week has rolled round, and yes, another podcast. And um, yeah, we have launched something kind of special, and we're going to get talking all about that. People want to know about the awards, and uh, yeah, we've got so much stuff to get into this week. So thank you, first of all, for clicking that download button. I have to say, with each and every week, we introduce new people to what we do. We've had a recent jump in our numbers and our downloads and stuff, so hello and welcome to all of our new downloaders. And we've recently noticed as well, a lot of people are enjoying our back catalogue and are emailing in questions on previous episodes. Um, so yeah, keep them coming. Um, so you can email us in. Big Rab Show at gmail.com. Get your emails into us. We love to hear from you. And yeah, I did say on last week's podcast there, the Belfast Tattoo one. Did you enjoy that one, by the way? That was actually kind of awesome, hanging out at the Belfast Tattoo. We had the best crack. Um, but yeah, I said in last week's Tattoo that we'll maybe do a listener mail dedicated podcast. And I think it's looking more likely as each week rolls around. Because the amount of mail we have got in this last number of weeks has just been... Okay, I'll say it's been mental. (laughs) I joke about it, but this past week has been, yeah, I will definitely need a PA, like a personal assistant or something to try and keep up with this stuff. It's mental. Anyway, I have to say, first of all, big shout out to the guys of the Rab Show team. They have been working like crazy people this past week, putting everything that we're doing at the moment together. It's just been crazy. So thank you to you guys in the Rab Show team. You guys are awesome. Okay, speaking of awesome people, let's give a shout out to our patrons. Brandon Moreno, LoneStarPiper.com, Harris Kilts and Swords Bagpipes. You guys are awesome! Yes, you are. If you haven't already, go and check out our Patreon page. It will be going through a bit of a refurbishment, I should say, over this next uh, couple of weeks. Um, And yeah, if you would like to help support the show, you can click that support button. And every click of support really does mean the world of difference. And, uh, yeah, because every penny goes helping towards what we do. And, yeah, you can get little shout-outs on the show, little extra bits of content and perks and stuff. So, yeah, Patreon page is going to see a lot of love over the next few months, weeks, and possibly into the start of next year. There's going to be a lot of extra stuff hitting the Patreon page that won't ordinarily hit our normal social media or radio show or podcast, none of that sort of stuff. So if you want to get little bits of exclusive content, that is where you go, head to our Patreon page. That's going to be getting a huge update within the next few weeks. So there you go. Okay, let's get into it. I want to uh, negate um, listener mail this week. I want to skip it this week because next week's podcast will be listener mail. Okay, it'll all be listener mail because there is just so much to get through. I want to dedicate an entire podcast to it. Now, keep it in mind... I know the judging podcast is what everybody wants to talk about. And judging part two is on the way. All right. We have a lot of emails from you guys in about that. A lot of people loved it. Some people 
kind of hated it. And we got some pretty impassioned emails about it. So we're going to bring all of the correspondence, all of everything that you guys have sent in about judging part one. And we're going to bring it to judging part two and have a conversation. Now, I want to throw something out there and yeah, throw caution to the wind. I, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast around the piping scene in the UK and abroad around the world. I really want to talk to a judge, someone who's actually judging at the moment, has a clipboard in their hand and has been in that circle this year. We want to talk to you on the record. We want to ask the tough questions and we want you guys to answer. We have approached uh, loads of different people that we know are active judges and as soon as we mention that it's going to be recorded for an interview, uh, no, they all say no. Yeah, so there is a very real fear out there of speaking on the topic in case they're asked a question that they can't answer and they end up looking foolish. Now, trust me, I am not in the business of trying to catch anybody out. I'm in the business of trying to help and further our piping world. So, yeah, for everyone who seemed to think that I was trying to get at people at our podcasts about judging, I really wasn't. I was trying to start a conversation. So with that in mind, so far the conversation has all been kind of one-sided. It's all been from the player's perspective. I would love to have a perspective from the actual judge's perspective themselves. Let's hear your side of the story. Do you know what I mean? Last On that podcast, that last one there where we had that interview with Winston Pollock, it gave a very, very interesting insight because, as you know, Winston has been a judge at the highest echelon at all. He's judged world championships. You know, he's been there, done that. But unfortunately, he's not currently in there. He's not currently in that judging circle at the moment. So, yeah, you know, well, I'm not saying that you can't, dis- you have to discount what he's saying. But, you know, I would like to have somebody who's currently in there at the moment experiencing what we just experienced this past season. And yeah, we want to talk to you. So if you are a judge out there and you would like to get in contact with us, please do. Even if you just want to email us in your thoughts and we can keep it all anonymous. We can keep your names out. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. We've started the conversation. The wheels have started turning. You guys are emailing in uh, like crazy people. And uh, yeah, a lot of very hard-hitting messages coming from you guys. I have to say you're not pulling your punches. And, yeah, we want to talk to judges. So, if you can, put the word out there. Let any judge that you may know that, yeah, we want to hear from them. And hopefully bring it to the podcast here. So we can give the judges' side of the story, as well as the players. So there you go. Grant. So, there'll be no listener mail this week, unfortunately. So apologies to all of our guys who expected a shout-out this week. That will be next week. All right? (laughs) <laughs> so that email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get your emails into us. We really want to hear from you. Now, I have to give a shout out to the guys at the Chanter Rant Podcasts. Yes, I had a bit of fun with the guys on their podcast last week there. Yeah, I thought it was good fun. Actually, hanging out with the guys online, having a good chat about all things piping and drumming. They actually had a pipe band conversation with me. It was really interesting. Um, so, yeah, awesome hanging out with the guys. And, yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, guys. Really appreciate it. And I have to say, again, if you haven't checked out the Chanter Rant Podcast, where have you been? And, uh, yeah... Check it out at your own risk. It's not for the faint-hearted. There is adult language and situations that may not be suitable for all audiences. But, yeah, if you're not easily offended, it is certainly worth a listen. It is, yeah, 
good crack, good value, I would say. So, yeah, go and check that out. I was on the uh, Channel Rab podcast there a while ago and had the best crack with the lads. And, um, yeah, they've recently been trying to break our email box. <laughs> they've been asking people to mail us in all sorts of crazy stuff. And, uh, thankfully, it hasn't really been happening. We've got the old... The odd rogue email makes its way in there. Yeah, hashtag one of the six and all this kind of stuff. It has been happening every now and again, but nothing to the degree that the guys would want. So feel free. You can mail us in. We would love to hear from you. And yeah, get your voicemails in as well. would love to hear your voicemails. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's enough about mail. There's been enough, an awful lot of stuff happening in the piping world this past week. And I have to say, the biggest story that dropped this past week was, of course, Dico Triumph Street. Yeah. And as soon as I mentioned the name of the band, everyone was already nodding their head and going, yep, yep, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. There you go. Dico Triumph Street are no more. Yep, they have ceased to be a competitive pipe band. Now, isn't this... See, whenever I read this story to begin with, I was absolutely gutted. I felt terrible i thought this is an end of an era Duco triumph street have been you know in there in grade one juking it out with the best of them and you know producing some really amazing music and for them to suddenly pull the plug like this it was a huge shock to me first of all and so disappointing because i know so many people play for that band and have invested so much time money effort you know blood and guts everything to be a part of that band so to see it pull the plug it's just heartbreaking so that first of all before we get talking about anything else to do with Darko, i have to say my heart goes out to every member of the band every supporter uh, all of that yeah i'm so sorry to read about this it's just tragic news it's never good whenever you hear, hear about a band going down but the reason why the band went down has been a little bit of a source of uh, debate. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. A lot of people actually kicking off about it. The pipe major of Dyko Triumph Street, of course, David Hilder, has shared the full story. You can go and read it up there. It's up on pipestrums.com. Plus, we've shared out the full statement from Dyko themselves. And in a statement, you can read it all, that... They had a 10-year sponsorship agreement with Dyko Group of Companies, a Canadian structural steel consulting organization. So there you go. I actually didn't know that. But I did know that they were a company of sorts from Canada, and they had this big sponsorship agreement. Well, as if you read the full statement and the report on Pipestrums.com, basically what happened is that the corporate sponsor of Triumph Street Pipe Band, which was Dyko, so when Dyko pulled the plug then after their 10 years, worth of agreement then that's it they pulled the plug on the band as well so whenever the sponsor walked out the door so did the band now this opens up so many questions namely there are hundreds of bands out there competing at the top level in grade one and none of them have any sponsors a lot of them need to fundraise to even be able to hit the field to begin with bake sales washing cars selling cds and merchandise things like that anything to try and raise a pound or two so the band can hit the grass Dyko triumph street had an amazing sponsorship deal with this company and certainly seen them well over this last 10 years the band had seemed to have been going on from strength to strength you know when you listen to performances from Dyko, especially this past season 
you know, the, like, travel to the UK is, now, fair enough, they had that kind of funny introduction with an early chanter. But after that, the run itself from Dauko was just outstanding. I was really impressed. And even at this year's World Championships as well, I thought Dauko sounded really, really good. So, yeah, was this as a direct result of their sponsor? I don't know. You know, does that sponsor pulling the plug mean that the people in the band are any less talented? I, I don't know. Like, what would happen if the membership of the band decided to keep going without the sponsor? Do you think financially they could do it? Granted, where they were geographically, things were incredibly expensive for the guys at Triumph Street. Because obviously, jumping over here to the UK for the likes of the UK Championships and for the Worlds, for that matter, it's not a cheap thing. You know, it really is expensive. So, I don't know. It's just heartbreaking news. It's been up for debate by you guys, the listening folk. As we published the story to begin with, a lot of you kind of give off about it. Saying, oh, well, there's other bands that don't need sponsorship. And, uh, yeah. But I would err on the side of caution with this one. You know, the guys at Dyke of Triumph Street have had 10 years at the top. And have been consistently at the top. Now, as for what's happening to the rest of the guys at Dago Triumph Street, where do they go now? Now, as for the pipe major, David Hildard, he says that his own future plans are not yet decided. Now, that is from both himself and also from the Pipe Drums interview and stuff that they have all published. So we don't know what's happening there. <laughs> so I guess mm, we'll have to wait and see where David ends up. But as for the rest of them... We kind of know now that Gary Nemo, he's a, a piper with Dauko, he's going to be taking over the role of pipe major of the Royal Borough of Stirling there in grade two. So that's an awesome move for Gary. Uh, so, hey, fantastic news. Now, I know Gary has been looking, kind of looking after the UK contingent of Dauko. You know the way they've had that kind of double band kind of thing, the one in Canada and then the one here in the UK? Well, Gary was kind of helping things run here in the UK. So now things have folded. Gary has now taken up the opportunity to be PM of the Royal Borough of Stirling. Now, Gary's going to be taking over quite an established band in that grade. Royal Borough of Stirling actually sounded really good this past season. And yeah, I dare say Gary will do incredibly well this incoming year. So I wish them well. So there you go. Darko Triumph Street. It's just heartbreaking to see that they're gone. You know, uh, to... David and to Gary Corkin as well at the back line, yeah, I, we're all heartbroken for you. It's terrible news. But wherever you end up, we hope to see you back on the grass again. Don't make this your swan song. We hope very much so to see you back on the grass again. Wherever you may be competing, keep us informed. Let us know that you're going to be back on the grass again. Okay. Now, flying on, as you guys know, there's been a little story dropped there not too long ago, just yesterday, in fact. G1, our sponsors here of the Big Rab Show podcast, has been working on a bit of a secret project. Ourselves here in the Rab Show, we were kind of privy to this, but we were told to kind of keep quiet. Now, as you guys know, working as part of the Rab Show team, we have Andrew Shilladay. Andrew, as you well know, has been a good friend of the show and has been helping us out with our Facebook live streaming and all of that sort of stuff over this last couple of years. So Andrew has been an incredible part of the Rab Show team and yeah, he's now kind of hit the headlines. Along with Andrew, along with G1 Reads, has yeah created something that's a bit of a heartwarming story. For those of you who know Andrew Shilladay personally and for those of you who don't, then yeah, prepare to hear his story. 
Andrew Shilday, as you all know, uh, yeah, he was born here in Northern Ireland in Dungannon, and he actually managed to study piping at the Royal Conservatoire in Scotland, finishing his degree back in 2009. He then became a bagpipe tutor at the Highland Council, uh, covering the Western Ross region in Scotland. He was actually playing in Grade 1 uh, for his shots in Dykehead, Caledonia. I think he actually managed to travel with them to the States for a few concerts and things as that, and that as well. So I have to say then... Andrew's career in the piping world looked nothing short of rosy. He's an incredibly talented man, and yeah, I have so much respect for him. However, in 2012, Andrew was struck with a diagnosis of an autoimmune disease called cystic, or <laughs> systemic sclerosis. Now, I, yeah, this is, I'm terrible at pronouncing things, which basically is an autoimmune disease which connects, which affects your connective tissue. He developed a bit of a cough and everything, and then everything kind of developed where he eventually, it affected uh, his whole body, where eventually he had to face the amputation of his fingers and most part of his legs. He ha- he's now since learned to walk again, and through sheer persistence and damn determination, to be honest, Andrew has, yeah, been playing pipes again with what is left of his amputated fingers. Andrew, as you well know, has uh, been playing on a a dagger chanter, I think is what you call it. It's like an electronic chanter with sensors that are moved to the right position so he can play them. Uh, Basically, the story goes is that John Elliott, or Jock Elliott of G1 Reads, um, used to play with Andrew back in shots in grade one. And as you know, Jock in G1 loves a challenge. Jock actually caught up with Andrew there during Piping Live uh, as Andrew was over there covering stuff with us and our, with ourselves in the rap show. And Jock took up the challenge then to hopefully design a chanter for Andrew for to get him back on the pipes again. So this in recent weeks, this chanter has been designed. Andrew Shilliday is now hopefully back on the bagpipes again. And as I speak, as I'm recording this, Andrew is currently over there in Fife putting the finishing touches on this G1 chanter that will get him back playing again. Now, for me, whenever I first heard this story, uh, Andrew was telling me all about it and I was nearly in tears. It was so heartwarming. Andrew is such a talented piper. He has been working in crazily with... Uh, Tully Lagan pipe band he has been instrumental in their development program for all the kids that are there he's actually teaching my daughter how to play at the moment as well so Andrew has been a great friend of mine the family and uh, yeah I'm sure a lot of people here in Northern Ireland know Andrew very well and an incredibly talented guy and it's just so heartwarming to see that he could lift the pipes again for the for those of you who are interested you can go along to pipesdrums.com again Shameless plug for them. But yeah, they've ran an article on this as well as Piping Press on Facebook and everything. And they have ran a story on how G1 are helping Andrew get back on the pipes again. Now, Andrew has said himself in a bit of a statement to ourselves that it's going to take him a while to get the stamina back again. uh, Because after being five or so years not playing pipes, not blowing, uh, it's taken a bit to get the, you know, the stamina back again. But I have no doubt that Andrew will be back playing Highland Pipes like no other. I cannot wait to see it. And uh, yeah, he's he's talked about the chanter that Jock was making him. And he says that you know, Jock has made it to suit and measure his fingers and everything. And uh, yeah, he thinks it's incredible. So I have to tell you, I have to give a massive uh, thank you to Jock Elliott, owner of G1 Reads. Again, G1 Reads seem to be very forward-facing and doing things like this and taking risks. 
Hell, they even took a risk with us in the Rab Show, <laughs> sponsoring us to begin with whenever we first started. So, yeah, to Jock Elliott, who's doing something interesting here and helping a fellow Piper who, yeah, to get back into the playing of Highland Pipes again. It's just an incredible story. So, to Andrew, I know you listen to the podcast, buddy. This story has brought a tear to everyone's eye, and we are so happy to hear that this is happening that yeah we can get to see you back on the pipes again lad so it's so good and also to jack thank you so much for all of your help yeah and producing this we will be watching this story with interest as it develops and we cannot wait to see andrew shilladay lifting the bagpipes again anyway there we go <sighs> try not to get choked up <laughs> okay as you may or may not know we have launched the big rab show awards Big Rap Show Awards. This happens every year, and I think this is maybe the third annual Big Rap Show Awards. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe can't quote me on that. I don't know. But yeah, the Big Rap Show Awards are here. Now, I know I always get slagged off for reading lists by the guys of the Chandaram podcast, but I wanted to give you guys the nominees. In case you haven't got them already, you can go along to the Big Rap Show Facebook page. We've announced all of the nominees. They're all up there, as well as we've posted the link that was open for public vote. Now, what are the Big Rap Show Awards? Now, the guys on the Chandaram podcast, again kind of joked about it and poked a bit of fun that we're running awards so we can give ourselves prizes because there is a category in there for best social media and yeah we did get a nomination the big rap show awards are ran by you guys the listeners we have been asking now for this past couple of weeks for you guys to email in your nominations i even mentioned it in last week's podcast telling you what the categories were for you to email in and to tell us basically who you wanted to be your finalists So, a week passed, we give you that opportunity, we then spent a considerable amount of time counting up all of the nominations, and you talk about a... that took forever. (laughs) It was over 300 odd emails, it was nuts. I was working on it right the way up until zero hour on Tuesday when I had to announce it. So voting, the whole nominee process finished on the Friday, I didn't stop working until... Yeah, it was Tuesday until I had to hit the go live button and, yeah, get it announced. So, yeah, it was all hands to the pump. So I have to say thank you again to everyone on the Big Rab Show team. Uh, shout out to Aaron McElwain, by the way, as well, who's been helping us out a lot with all of our graphical work. He's been producing video footage and videos and, you know, little, uh, what do you call it, little graphics and stuff of the categories. It's just been brilliant. So, Aaron, thank you so much, mate. Also to Andrew and to Stephen as well for the Rab Show team. You guys have been helping out incredibly uh, with all of this Rab Show stuff. That's past week, as I say, it's been nuts. So thank you very much. Now, as I've said, a lot of people have actually contacted the page and the Twitter and our email saying how disappointed they were that this guy didn't get nominated or this band didn't get nominated. Or I have to say that this was all done by majority rule. So if you wanted to be the best band to be the Beatles playing the spoons then the Beatles playing the spoons would have to be in there the guys at Chandoran said it on their own podcast as well when they were talking about the Rab Show Awards is that if they got enough nominations then you had to be included it's very simple you know 
Um, a lot of people nominated the same people, same bands, and they all get through. And that's how it worked. Every now and again, a strange name gets put in there. And again, majority rules. If a load of people goes for the same strange name, it gets put in there. And yeah, that's how our awards worked. There or work even. They are all sourced by you guys. The public it is open for public nomination. Right now it's open for public vote. So as much as we have narrowed it down to a final list of nominees, it's now up for you guys to pick your winner. So let's run through who is our final nominees in each category, first of all. This will be very quick. Alright, most improved band of 2018. We have Police Scotland Fife. Isle of Islay, Johnstone, Brushina District, Mid Up, Mid Argyle, and Uddington Strathclyde. Best flourishing of 2018, our nominees are Klaus Kelt, Inverary, Sonora Tool, Simon Fraser, and People's Ford, Bogall and Bathgate. Best venue then was Glasgow, Paisley, Forres, Belfast, up in Stormont there, and Newcastle County Down. Now, this one created a bit of debate with you guys out there nominating things. Um, so, most emotional moment of 2018. This is one that will be up for debate, I'm sure. Uh, Ryan Canning and his last performance with Shots, and he managed to get that Guard of Honour exit by the band. So, that was the most emotional moment nominee. Emma Barr winning the World Championship, senior drum major. That was another one. Uh, Field Marshall Montgomery, of course, winning the Worlds. That was emotional for them and supporters alike. Uh, Martin Gordon, of course, retiring after nine years with Police Scotland Fife. There you go, that's emotional. And also, uh, shout out to St John's College of Zimbabwe winning the World Championships. That was an emotional roller coaster as well and received quite a number of nominations. So there you go. On to Best Dressed of 2018 Police Scotland Fife, Royal Army of Oman, Shots and Dykehead, People's Ford, Boggall and Bathgate, and Simon Fraser University. Best Beard. Goes to, well, our nominees. <laughs> That's not going to anyone yet. Uh, nominees are Andy Fusco from the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Shout out to Andy. Brian May, then, of Worcester Kilty. Max Gillespie of Loman and Clyde. Gus Sickard of Inverarian District. Now, Gus has already won it two years in a row now, so Gus is already our champion. Uh, so, Craig Laurie from St. Lawrence Atul. Davy Welsh from Simon Fraser University. So, they're your best beards. Our coolest bass drum nominees for 2018. Darko Triumph Street, Klaus Kelt, Inverarian District, 78th Fraser Highlanders and Scottish Fire and Rescue. There you go. Drum Major of the Year 2018. Our nominees are Emma Barr, Lauren Hanna, Louise Simiton, Andrea Gibson, Catherine McHugh. There you go. Are you getting tired of me reading the list yet? <laughs> coolest drums of 2018. Field Marshal, Montgomery, Dollar Academy, Klaus Kelt, Police Service Northern Ireland, and Simon Fraser. We're nearing the end, folks. Don't worry. Uh, best concert or live performance. This one's up for debate. Uh, Tourist Kjol Resume. And that's Sonora Tatool, of course. The big pre-Worlds concert. You have Kids with Cancer Charity Night there in Cookstown. What a night that was. Of course, we have a big podcast all from that. So you can check that out. Inverarian District Concert in Balamina. Again, we have another podcast on that. So you can go and check that out as well. A Decade on the Beat. Police Scotland Fife. And again, more coverage from ourselves in the Big Rab Show. So you can go check out that podcast. And we have Bring It On, the County Armagh Drum Major class. So there you go. That's your best live performance of 2018. Band of the Year. Field Marshal Montgomery, Dollar Academy, St. Lawrence Atul, Klaus Kelt and Mackenzie Caledonia. Now this next one, yeah, 
I know the guys at Chandaran had a bit of a good laugh about this, but because it is crowdsourced, yeah, we got a nomination in this. It's Best Social Media for 2018. The Big Rab Show. Yes, we got a nomination. We couldn't exclude ourselves because of the, the volume of nominations that came through. Also in the mix there is Whiskey and Tartan. Crazy Red from YouTube, which is kind of awesome too. Great to see a YouTube channel in there. Uh, we had Klaus Kelts was in there. And Rhythm Monster on their Facebook page. So that got a nomination too. There you go. So, yeah, as reluctant as we are to put ourselves in the mix there for best social media, you guys clearly wanted it. So there you go. We put it in there because you guys nominated it. So we're not trying to give an award to ourselves, okay? <laughs> uh, let's go on. Finally, the Big Rab Show Legend Award. We have Richard Parks, MBE, of course. Stephen Crichton. We have Drew Duthard and Sam Smith. So there you go. They are our legends. You can go and vote for all of these, by the way. The links are all up there on our Facebook page. We've been posting it like crazy. We've been putting videos up and pictures and just tons of stuff over this last couple of days, all talking about the Rab Show Awards. If you have received a nomination, then congratulations. Trust me. To reach the final list of nominations is not a small achievement. Uh, if you're a nominee at all, you've had to come through 300-odd public emails to get your name in there. So, congratulations. Also, now is the job in front of you. If you want to win the award, then tell your friends to go and vote. That's the only way you can win. Now, this is the second day of... Um, yeah, the award has now been up for 24 hours. We're now into our second day. And so far, we've received over 2,700 votes, which is just nuts. Whenever you consider last year at the Rab Show Awards, we received 3,000-odd um, 3, votes in total. So it's only been going for 24 hours, and we've already received over 2,000, which is just insanity. So some categories, I have to say, I'm not going to spoil it, but some categories are within 10 to 5 votes which is really close when you consider that there's thousands coming in. So the, the numbers in this are just mind-boggling. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'm looking at the figures and the, the charts and everything here for clicks and votes that's being posted, and I just, <laughs> I just don't think it doesn't make any sense. It's just nuts. You guys seem to be getting really involved in the Rab Show Awards this year, so keep your votes coming in. Some categories, like I said, are very, very close. So be sure and run your own campaign. If you did manage to get a nomination, then definitely run a campaign. Ask people to vote for you. Tell your mates, hey, I got a nomination in this thing. Tell them to go vote for me. Now, I have to say, there is no monetary value in this. We don't actually send any prizes out in the post or anything. It's simply bragging rights to be able to say that you're a Big Rab Show Award winner. What makes our awards unique is that it is 100% ran by you guys, the piping folk. So if you want it included in the nominations, you've emailed in. And if you want them to win, you have voted. And that's how it works. All we really are here in the Big Rab Show is we act as the post box and we announce the winners at the end of it all. So there you go. Go and vote for your favourite Big Rab Show Awards 2018. It's hard to believe it's rolled around already, to be honest. So there you go. Also, in other Big Rab Show news, before we get into the topic of the week, 
Yeah, the Big Rab Show live. If you manage to check out the Chandaram podcast featuring myself, Pooh Bear, yeah, you can go and check it out. Well, I did speak about uh, the Big Rab Show live. It is coming around the corner, 3rd of November. It is a little bit in front of us, so yeah, you do have time. But I do have to stress, tickets for this already are going quite quickly. We haven't actually announced any of the act yet. We haven't told you who's going to be hitting the stage but tickets are already going for this. Now, I have to say I'm kind of nervous because the venue we've booked, it's not huge. It's not a big place. I think a maximum we could possibly fit in the place is maybe 200. And that's even with people standing. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm actually kind of nervous. I think tickets for this are going to go and going to go pretty quick. So if you do want to guarantee entry and you want to get your butt through the door and you want to catch the show, then the only way to do it is to get your ticket. You have to just have to stress that. Go along to thebigrabshow.com. Avoid disappointment. Get your ticket now because they're going to be gone pretty soon, I reckon. As soon as we start announcing who's going to be on stage, also, I reckon, there'll be a bit of an influx of people looking tickets. So I have to say now... Here we are as I'm recording this. It's the 19th of September 2018. You have until now, until the 3rd of November, to get your ticket. Once they're gone, they're gone. We're not releasing any additional ones. I have to say, once they're gone, they're gone. And we will let you know whether we're getting closer, whether indeed they're gone. So there you go. I have to say, also, on the ticket front, a lot of people are getting confused. If you go to thebigrabshow.com and you go to the shop icon, we have two different versions of tickets. We have the standard admission ticket, which is £7.50, but we also have a VIP ticket for the Rab Show Live. And that's also £7.50. It's the same price, but you get an extra little perk or two for being a VIP. People have been asking, what are these perks you're going to get for being a VIP uh, aside from being a regular admitting audience member. Well, if you are noted as being on the VIP list, well then you have an opportunity to take part in the show itself and have an opportunity to win some spot prizes. We've been getting some spot prizes donated to us from a lot of very kind sponsors out there and some of these prizes I want myself. I don't want to give away. <laughs> but on the night, on the uh, the actual live event itself, if you have a VIP ticket, you have an opportunity to take part in the show and have an opportunity to win some kind of kick-ass prizes, to be honest. So really looking forward to that. So, yeah, if you are interested in being a part of the show and lifting some spot prizes, then definitely get yourself a VIP ticket. So that makes the difference between taking part in the show and just standing by the bar and enjoying it. There you go. Grant. That's it. Time for me now <laughs> to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes including Henderson and Celtic themed lines of kilts, doublets and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com 
Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Yes, indeed. It's time for the topic of the week. And, yeah, I've got a lovely big cup of tea and it's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shout-out to our patrons there. Those guys that have clicked that support button. Thank you so much. Every click really does mean the world. And, um, yeah, you get your own little shout-out on each and every podcast. And, yeah, that's our way of saying thank you for clicking the support button. Okay. You've clicked on this podcast for a reason, and it is the topic of the week, as always. And this week, we're talking about pipe majors. Yes, pipe majors, love them or hate them, they're part of our piping world, whether you want them there or not. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about pipe majors this week is because in recent weeks, we have noticed a lot of bands are actually changing pipe major. One notably has to be Shots and Dicate. Of course, we were just talking about it earlier, how Ryan Canning... Uh, hung up the pipes basically and stepped down as PM of Shots and Dickhead. Of course then, not long after that it was announced that Emmett Conway is going to be appointed new pipe major of Shots and Dickhead. So we figured it was a good opportunity to talk about the role of pipe major. Emmett Conway, as you know, is not a stranger to the role of being a pipe major. Of course he was in charge of the New Zealand Police Pipe Band who are their current national champions and yeah, has come from a bit of a pedigree in the piping world. He came through uh, the Field Marshal Montgomery, of course, winning many world championships with them and learning under the likes of, uh, yeah, Richard Parks, MBE. You know, there's no better. <laughs> but, you know, Emmett had brought a body of uh, experience with him from his days at Field Marshal, brought them with him to New Zealand Police Pipe Band. And, yeah, you can see... New Zealand Police Pipe Band this past season have been incredibly successful. So here we have now Emmett Conway making the jump from New Zealand Police Pipe Band going to Shots and Dykehead. Will he have similar success? Don't know. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about pipe majors is because I believe a serious amount, a serious amount has been placed on the shoulders of pipe majors. Now hear me out, hear me out. The pipe major role should be the most stressful role in any pipe band. In recent years, this has been lesser so. 
But I have to say, everything sits on the pipe major's shoulders. If a band goes in and has a shocker, who does people point the finger at? Do they point it at the players? No, they point it at the PM. It has to have been his fault. Or her fault, for that matter. So, I have to say, pipe majors, they don't get a lot of love in the piping world. We kind of know them as being harsh taskmasters, constantly yelling and screaming at us, telling us to tune all the time, (laughs) and basically known for not having a sense of humour. However, I have to say, in recent years, this has changed. Yeah, the reason I'm saying this is that it's now no longer seen as the most stressful role in the band. I actually know some pipe majors out there that do very little. Now, that's kind of controversial in saying that, but not every band is the same, is what I want to get across. But pipe majors have, in certain bands, a huge role to play, and in some bands, they have a lesser role to play. I guess every pipe major brings their own set of uh, leadership skills, and I do believe that if you are going to be a pipe major, you need to have leadership skills, or at least some sort of people skills, so you can talk to people and tell them what you want them to do. Now, I have been under some pipe majors before as a drummer, and just being flat out screamed at. And it's crazy times. You go to band practice, you get screamed and yelled at all night. You go home and you think, did we really achieve anything other than getting a thumping headache? And then you go to band on the Saturday for a competition. Again, you spend all Saturday getting screamed and yelled at. And your band finishes seventh equal. (laughs) You're just wondering, is all this shouting and screaming worth it? I've also been under pipe majors who are so quiet, they get someone else to do the talking for them. They get someone else to be kind of the mouthpiece. I, th- I think he wants to set chanters now. Um, I think they were a bit fast on that stress bay there. He might want you to slow down a wee bit. So I've had that where people have been so quiet that they have to speak through a spokesperson almost. So... That was very weird. However, those extremely quiet pipe majors produce results. It's weird. It's odd. But yeah, I don't know. Pipe majors, they are a necessary evil. Now, the big conversation, like I've said, a lot rests on the shoulders of pipe majors. They are dependent on setting sound for a band. They have to get, obviously, the tune selection. They are solely responsible to how a band's medley or an MSR sounds like. Um, as for how it's composed, with a, you know, tune selection should be a democratic process, I believe. I believe the whole band should be involved. Drummers, as well as pipers, should be involved in the whole tune selection process. But whenever the buck stops, it stops with the PM. And the PM word is God. So, yeah, a lot rests on the shoulders of the pipe majors. I have to say, whenever a band changes pipe majors... That really changes everything. So are we going to see Shots and Dyke be a force to be reckoned with next year? Difficult to know. It's going to be interesting to see what Emma Conway brings to Shots and Dyke. He'll certainly be bringing a different flavour with him. Obviously his influence from his field martial days, but also now his influence from playing Down Under in New Zealand. He's going to be bringing a flavour of all of that to, of course, the historic... 108 year old Shots and Dykehead. It's hard to believe. Somebody told me this recently. He's only going to be like the ninth pipe major in their history. Is that true? 
I don't have to research that. But I think that, yeah, he's maybe the ninth pipe major in that band's history. So I wish him well. Now, as much as we keep talking about Emma Conway, there are other bands, of course, that have new pipe majors. Well, I was just talking there about the Royal Borough of uh, Stirling. Well, they have the guy that's taking charge. Loads of bands out there are swapping pipe majors. This will have a huge effect on all of these bands. It could result in a complete musical change the pipe major could be very forward-thinking and telling everybody that we are now playing 12-part harmonies on every tune. <laughs> Something like that, you know what I mean? Or you can have a real traditional pipe major that really wants to nail down those 2-4 uh, marches and stuff like that. You know what I mean? A pipe major really is a linchpin for a pipe band. One thing I want to get into is what a pipe major shouldn't be. This is probably one of the biggest areas. We all know what a pipe major should be and what should rest on their shoulders with regards to tune selection, actually setting a sound for a band and keeping them all together and being the leader on the day. What should a pipe major not be? This is probably a more interesting question. For me, in my experience, a pipe major should not be everybody's mate. <laughs> That's controversial. A pipe major should not be everybody's mate. The reason behind it is that there needs to be a degree of separation there. Now, I know that sounds bad. Oh, you're trying to say the pipe major's better than everybody else. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that if the pipe major is mates with everybody, then it's difficult then to start and notice faults with people. I've noticed this before with other bands when the pipe major is mates with everybody and it's really difficult then to poke holes in performance. So you can't go over to someone and say, see that chanter of yours, go and set fire to it and throw it in a bloody hedge and never blow it again, get a new one, come back to practice. You know, you can't do that when you're everybody's mate. <laughs> you can say... Yeah, see that chanter yours, it's maybe not sounding great, you know, but that's okay, it's alright, you know, and that's dead on, but that's just not right, you know, but, but you know, it's okay. Uh, see the amount of pipe majors I've seen like that, who are everybody's mate? No, that doesn't work, that really doesn't work. A pipe major does have to have that degree of separation there. Sure, be friendly to people, be civil, have a pint and have a drink with people, be sociable, but you can't be an absolute best mate to everyone. There is going to be a time as a pipe major where you're gonna have to stick your neck out and say, hey, that was terrible. What happened? Fix it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's the number one thing I have on my list here. Pipe majors cannot be everybody's mate. <laughs> also, on the flip side of the coin, pipe majors cannot be Yelling and screaming all the time. There has to be some form of downtime. That's something that I've experienced in the past as well. When a band is socialising after a competition, be it in a hotel or a bar or a beer tent or wherever, and the pipe major marches in in the middle of the social group and just says, Everyone, stop what you're doing. Go to bed. Go back to the bus. Put that drink down. You can't be a party pooper. <laughs> too many pipe majors are nearly too highly strung. They kind of, I don't know, 
I think they see relaxing as being a sign of weakness, almost. You know, uh, in a pipe major's mentality, you'd have to be 100% focused all of the time. You should be going to the bathroom with a practice chanter, for goodness sake. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I guess, it's the whole sergeant major mentality, you know what I mean? The whole gun-ho kind of thing. Pipe majors do need to learn the happy medium. You can't be everybody's mate, but yet you still can't be the whole sergeant major thing and yelling at people all the time it's such a difficult role especially in what we do because it's all voluntary a lot of us don't get paid for this it's a very difficult role to fill and yeah one of which i don't envy anybody in that role now myself i was a lead drummer for a good number of years and i had to learn on my feet now the role of lead tip lead drummer would possibly be for another podcast not for this one this time we're talking about the guy at the front now in light of all of this i do think pipe majors do get a rough deal i think when everything goes bad the finger is pointed right at the pipe major whenever everything goes good the pipe major points the finger at the players for instance just look at the world's acceptance speeches by Stuart Little last year, and this year by Richard Park's MBE, and by any other band for that matter, who go through that experience of lifting a world championship or a prize equally as big, the first thing the pipe major does is point the finger back at the players and say, hey, I didn't win this. Everyone won this. Which I think is so commendable and should be encouraged, you know? But yet... It's like almost like soccer. You know what I mean? If your football team is losing, who do you blame? The manager. Same thing in a pipe band. If a pipe band is losing, who do they point the finger at? It's the pipe major. So a lot rests on the shoulders. I wish luck to all of the new pipe majors that have been appointed this year. There's just too many of them to list right now, to be honest. There's so, there's loads. So if you've just taken up the role of pipe major, wherever you may be, I wish you the best of luck. It is not an easy role, uh, but bear in mind some of our brief thoughts on what a pipe major should be and what he shouldn't be. <laughs> and with that in mind, I have to say from you guys, from a player perspective, cut your pipe major some slack. A lot of pipe majors out there are actually pulling double duty. Pipe majors and pipe bands should not be responsible for tuition. They should not be there to teach people. I know a lot of pipe bands, however, do not have that luxury to have an additional uh, teacher. Normally, the pipe major in the band is the best player in the band. So they also get duties of teaching. But in my opinion, pipe majors have enough to do, uh, never mind trying to teach beginners. So some bands do, some bands don't. And yeah, I would argue... Pipe majors shouldn't be involved in a lot of different roles that they are. Some people, some pipe majors I should say, are like the M&D officer or what we know as the uniform officer where they're running around the band and they're setting, uh, you know, brogues and they're making sure everyone's laces are tied correctly, they're making sure your sparrings are all in the right place and everything's shined up nice and pipe majors should not be concerned about that on a day of a competition. They've got enough to, to worry about, about tone and read selection and getting everything set. <sighs> Nightmare. Do you know what I mean? So to suddenly start running around and setting people's laces to make sure that they're correct and everything. Crazy. Anyway, but I have seen it happen. Pipe majors are also involved heavily in the financial element of bands. Some of them are actually the treasurer in some bands. Some also take care of all of the travel arrangements. They also take care of all the purchasing and maintenance of all of the instruments. 
I know there's a few pipe majors listening to this podcast and yeah, they have told me they are going to spend all winter seasoning everybody's hide skin bags and getting all their new reeds set for them. So whenever the winter's over and they're back in the band hall and they're ready for pipes, pipe major will have your bagpipes ready for you. That's unheard of. I've never heard of that happening before. The pipe major taking a full band's worth of instruments and suddenly just preparing them all. But wow... Uh, so fair play to you for taking that time, but again, I think it's a rule pipe majors should not be involved in. Pipe majors, for me, should delegate. If there is a job that takes away from tuning, from music, the actual playing of the band, the day-to-day running of things, making sure hotels are booked, flights are booked, making sure people get on buses, man, they're all going to meet at a certain time at a gig, you know, booking gigs, that should be another one. And actually depositing money into the bank account and paying for things, the kilts, nah, nah, nah. Pipe majors should not be involved in all of that. Pipe major's job, his responsibility, is the performance of the band on the day. Yeah, controversial. <laughs> I do know, however, that a lot of bands out there do not have the luxury of numbers to be able to delegate. So a lot of those roles actually do fall to the pipe major. Which means... They're going to be running around in circles, sorting out everything while everyone stands around trying to play Green Hills. So, yeah, I would like you to give some thought and some love for your pipe major, wherever you may play for. And uh, as much as they're ranting and raving and screaming and shouting, it may well be for a reason. They may have too much on the plate. If they're only concentrating on everything else... Instead of how that break from the Stras Bay goes into the reel. You know what I mean? How many beats do you hold it for? Should I maybe swap it up a bit? Maybe change the pace a little? Lift the tempo? These are things that PMs think about. They shouldn't be thinking, Oh dang, I haven't got a hotel booked for the British yet. Oh, we should get something sorted for the UKs. Ah, dang it, we should get flights for that. Johnny, have you got flights? What about car hire? Have you got a car? (laughs) Pipe majors should not be worried about this. Whenever you look at the upper grades, the higher grades specifically, when you look at the likes of Stuart Little, uh, Richard Parks, Ryan Canning is just at his time there in shots, so now it's going to be Emmett. Other guys, they're in charge of big grade one big guns. Do you seriously think Richard Parks is out there booking hotels and uh, travel arrangements for all those players? And uh, is, is he teaching beginners and things? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, But, yeah, I think pipe majors should delegate if they have that luxury. And us as players should learn to lighten the load for our pipe majors. As much as we may hate them sometimes for screaming and yelling, they are doing it for a good reason. So, with that in mind, pipe majors, we all love you. You are all lovable rogues in your own little way. (laughs) Try and cut your players some slack sometimes. Yeah, we all love to be focused and win prizes, but there does need to be... Some sort of a social element to what we are essentially doing is a voluntary thing. So there you go. Hopefully some advice for pipe majors listening. And also some food for thought for you guys as players out there. Whenever you're thinking about the role of pipe major in your own band. There you go. Pipe majors, they're an interesting bunch. And we would love to hear from you. If you have a very interesting pipe major yourself. Email us in. BigGrabShow at gmail.com Get your emails into us. Let us know. If you have a lovable pipe major whose job it is to book the band bus or to book gigs and make sure everybody turns up and plays the same tunes and all that sort of stuff, we would love to hear from you. 
email us in biggrabshow at gmail.com there you go get your meals in and yeah next week like i said will be the listener meal podcast that's all it's going to be next week so no topic of the week next week it's all going to be listener mail. So, yeah, if you would like to get a shout out on next week's podcast, now's the time to do it. Get your emails in, especially your voicemails as well. We really want voicemails for next week's episode. Um, doesn't matter what you're asking us, we will do our best to answer. I think next week's is going to be a Q&A episode answering all of your listener mail. So, mail us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Very simple. We've given it out tons of times here on the podcast today. Get your meals into us. We really, really want to hear from you. Right. Flying on. Don't forget, check out thebigrabshow.com. Grab your tickets for the Rab Show Live. They're going quick. And, yeah, we will see you here on the podcast next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.